Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Wildwood Podcast. Wildwood is an agency in the capital region of New York State that provides supports for people of all ages with autism and other developmental disabilities. We support over 3,000 people and families. Our mission is to strengthen the well-being of the people and their families through innovative supports. Our organization values are respect, integrity, creativity, and holism. We strive to infuse them in all that we do. We here at the Behavior and Therapeutic Supports team welcome you to your Wednesday Beats, your weekly source of behavior and therapeutic support strategies, where we talk everything from supporting positive behaviors to caregiver self-care. We hope that today's show provides you with the tools to help navigate the rest of your week. Brought to you by Wildwood Programs. Hello, everyone, and welcome to your Wednesday Beats. I am one of your co-hosts, Alex Kiefer, and I am joined here by my three co-hosts, Ingrid, Brittany, and Kaylin. Hi, guys. Hey, we're all here today. Hey, everyone. Yeah, it's a very exciting day. We have the full crew here, and we're talking about something that's equally exciting, at least in my eyes. Um, today, we're going to talk about something called what that we refer to as tools, right? Tools, what I mean by that are these are little things throughout the day or little, you know, items or objects you can put around your house or even strategies you can use that help make your life a little bit easier. You know, these are a lot of things that we take for granted or things we do without really thinking about it. But if we put it in our conscious mind, if we make this our priority in our mind and our thinking, it can help us to be a lot more effective in our day. And it can actually help us a lot if we're supporting loved ones who are struggling with changes. And um, so we're going to talk about that a lot today. Um, I'll turn it over to my co-host by asking you guys, hmm. what would you classify as some tools that you use every day? It's a good question, Alex. So for myself, I think it'd be good actually to, I guess, differentiate between tools and strategies, right? Sometimes right. they go hand in hand, but it, um, so tools are like objects. Um, planners, calendars, notebooks, um, your phone, things that you use to help you achieve something or obtain something or stay on track or something that you use in your day-to-day -day life. Um, whereas strategies, I feel like, are a little more open-ended. Um, they're not like always physical, tangible things, right? So like a tool would be like this pen that I'm holding in my hand that no one else can see because we're not <laughs> visual, but like it's a, you know, a pen and it, it helps me to write. My glasses on my face are a tool that helps me to see. Um, so that's what I consider a tool. And for me, my biggest tool that keeps me on track day to day is my planner. Um, yeah, for sure. My planner. Mine, I need a paper planner, man. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not good with the phone. <laughs> So it sounds like a tool is something physical or visual. It's something that you can lay your eyes on. You can see it or you can touch it. You can move it around. It's something that, that you can really put your hands on. Yeah. It's something that helps you with a strategy. Yep. Yep. Exactly. It takes it out of your head and into your hands. Right. 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 So then what would a strategy be? If, that, if a tool is something physical that you can use, let's elaborate more on strategies, right? What are strategies that you use? So strategies could be things that you uh, do. It's like a plan that you make in your mind. And you, have, and you put in your strategies, you use the tools to help you get along. 
in that plan. Make that whatever your goal is. The plan is the strategies and the tools will get you through. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So it's like the strategies is the instruction sheet and the like the tools that you're using, right? Like the hammer and nails and stuff is what actually builds it, you know? So that's kind of how I always saw it was like, when you talk strategy, you're talking about the instructions that you're using. You're using first then language with a loved one. You're using positive self-talk with yourself. You're using breathing techniques for yourself. Um, those are kind of like your instruction manual, right? Or, um, I, I, yeah, instruct. I'm going to stick with one metaphor. We don't have to get crazy. But, yeah, instruction manual. And then your tools are the things that help you build that structure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so strategies sounds like those are, uh, yeah, more like soft skills, things that you use mm-hmm. in your life, like verbal things or even thoughts that you might tell yourself can be mm-hmm. strategies. And then those tools help you follow through on that mm-hmm. and help you really stick to plans, add structure to your life. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Even how you approach a situation, you could have a strategic way of, you know, how you approach the people you support or how you approach your loved ones um, as well. Yeah, yeah your problem-solving mentality. Mm-hmm. So that's a great strategy. That's one that everyone has. We all approach mm-hmm. problems differently, and that's probably the main strategy that everyone uses, no matter who you are. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the way you approach problems differs day to day, so you use different <laughs> strategies. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, I like to think my uh, my Wednesday strategy is tackle problems head on, but my Monday strategy is pretend they're not there. <laughs> <laughs> so it definitely changes day by day. I like that. They're very fluid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my, your Monday is my Friday, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> and then on that note, you know, tools are very fluid too, right? Mm-hmm. Tools generally, there's something that we see, like uh, Brittany, you mentioned pens are tools to write. You know, canes are tools for walking, Mm -hmm. but uh, tools in the sense that we talk about in a behavioral sense, they focus a lot more on adding structure to life Mm -hmm. and helping people to cope with changes or helping people to make decisions. So Mm -hmm. tools can look different for different people using them. Mm -hmm. No, I was just going to say, I always advise one of my favorite, very favorite tools to use is... um, Visuals, mm-hmm. visuals. Um, yeah, especially visual calendars because I believe that structure just minimizes anxiety so much in everybody's everyday life. Mm-hmm. So having a a real structure plan day where you know what you're doing, not necessarily every hour, but you pretty much have an idea of how your day is going to be mm-hmm. like, and those important things that you need to get done that really can be pushed, you know, down the road or you can't miss them. They're written there so that, you know, Hey, today is going to be this type of day. Yeah. You prepare yourself mentally. I think Mm -hmm. that's one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's kind of like the rack that you hang your hats on, right? The tools help you to identify, okay, this is the hat I need to wear this hour, and this is the hat I need to wear that hour. It keeps it organized. Right. I yeah. love mentors, guys. Bring <laughs> hats and rags. Sometimes you just throw the hats everywhere. <laughs> well, when you throw the hats everywhere, then you become overwhelmed, and right. now you've got a mess to clean up. And that's what right. happens when we don't always use our tools, too. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. Yeah, to dissect that metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I think Ingrid's absolutely right in that calendars and visual schedules are huge tools that we use every day. Um, they can be especially important for children that we're working with or, you know, someone that lives in our house, one of our uh, friends, family, loved one, parent, anyone that we're dealing with who mm-hmm. needs structure. That schedule gives you that structure. It tells you what you need to be doing each day, but it also gives you that kind of expectation of what you're preparing for. You know, yeah. you, you know what to expect in the next hour. You know what's coming up and you know that there's some level of structure. Mm-hmm. Without that, like Brittany was saying, your hats go everywhere. Brittany and Ingrid were saying it. Your hats are everywhere and that's what happens with your thinking, mm-hmm. right? If you don't know what's going to happen next, well, then anything can happen next. And mm-hmm. your thinking goes wild. And when yeah. you're talking about you know someone who struggles with autism, that might look like a challenging behavior. It could look like a tantrum. It yeah. could look like someone starting to throw objects because they don't know what to expect. Their day is thrown off because they're confused, mm-hmm. right? So the power mm-hmm. of a schedule is it takes that confusion away, at least to some extent. Yeah, I'm thinking about, um, so the a lot of people have heard of first then boards and that just keep gives people an idea of like what's coming up next. First, we're going to clean your room, then we're going to have lunch. Um, but I, just as an example, I created a when then board to help um, one of the families I support deal with change. And the change at that time was when the iPad is being charged, what do I do, right? So now it's like this gap. Mm -hmm. So sometimes the tool can even help us navigate change in our day. You know, those curveballs that come up like, oh, my iPad died. What do I do now? Well, then the then part of the when, then board, um, when the iPad is being charged, then I can watch a Spider-Man movie. Then I can eat lunch at that time or then I can talk to go see what my sister's doing I think were the options um but you can give other options right so that way it's like because even some people like the spontaneity some people like sporadicism but not all times is that productive um you're kind of hoping or or just wishing that you know with sporadicism and spontaneity that you're gonna get stuff done you're just going by the seat of your pants instead of making stuff get done and i think something important that we sometimes forget about all of these tools is because we all know you know a lot of these tools already we know how to use schedules and calendars but sometimes we need both to be taught how to use new tools because you can have the best toolkit, but if you don't know how to use all the tools effectively, um, they won't work for you. They won't do anything just to have them. Um, And sometimes they're not as reinforcing to everyone. So sometimes we have to encourage people to use their tools so that they can see that it can help them because it might not at face value like seem appealing. But then once, you know, somebody learns how to use the tool properly, maybe they'll see the value in it more. That's a really important note to make, though, about the reinforcement of tools. Mm -hmm. For us, Mm -hmm. the reinforcing factor of a tool doesn't happen immediately Mm -hmm. by any stretch. You know, that happens down the line when we don't miss a dental appointment or, you know, when we get all of our work turned in on time. Mm -hmm. But for someone who struggles with a disability or even someone who doesn't, just some people have a difficult time with delayed gratification. Mm -hmm. So if there's no immediate reinforcer to use that calendar, it's going to be really hard to use a calendar. That's where we come in. That's where we as caregivers, supporters, workers can come in to help reinforce the use of that calendar. You give positive praise, Mm -hmm. right? Just engage with someone or even act 
actively give a reinforcer for using a schedule. Mm -hmm. High fives, give someone access to a preferred item, anything like that. Actively reinforcing the use of a tool makes it more likely someone's going to use it. Mm -hmm. So besides the calendar, what are other tools out there? Um, yeah, so, I mean, we talked a little bit about, like, the first then board. That's something. Mm -hmm. So, like, I, I think I gave a decent example of that where right, it's, like, right. first we're going to clean our room, then we're going to go do this, or the when then board. Your calendar is most certainly a great tool. Um, but so is – so your phone obviously has the calendar on it. But I think another aspect of your phone is also the notepad the notes mm -hmm. section and then also I had an old supervisor that would call herself and leave herself a message because you do that and then when she got home she would play the message to remind her of what it was she said she was going to do when you get home because you know how you're like in the mm -hmm. middle of the day you're like oh I gotta pick up um whatever later on tonight or when I get home, I got to make sure I marinate the meat. That that was my thing today. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, you leave yourself a message. You can text yourself, too, and just leave it on unread. On mm -hmm. Or email yourself. And I think that that also can be really beneficial when you have parents or really busy, full day loaded yeah. of things. And it can just be so... These little things can kind of add up and add to the irritation. So when our days get busy and our roles get many, mm -hmm. get to be many, um, then those little reminders can be really beneficial. Also, right. timers. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Good. <laughs> I don't mean Wanna to monopolize the conversation, but <laughs> <laughs> timers are also excellent, especially like during COVID, right? Mm -hmm. Like this whole time, like sometimes our days have been super sporadic and there's some beauty in, in that, right? Like being able to kind of have a fluctuating life where you get to pick and choose. But when you get into like the spiral of Netflix and, and, or scrolling on your phone or, um, watching some, I think Netflix covers that, but yeah. <laughs> you know, setting a timer mm -hmm. can be a super beneficial tool to be like, just like, I need to stand up now. I need to go do the dishes now or whatever it might be. Right. Yeah, no, those are all really great tools. I know timers are actually something I've fallen out of use lately and it has shown I've been utterly chaotic. It's just your, your mind wanders, mm -hmm. yes. <laughs> but, um, you know, writing lists for yourself. I think yeah. the, um, calendar schedules, great. First send boards mm -hmm. are great. Um, visual prompts mm -hmm. can be really helpful. Um, so just, you know, a sign by a door. If let's say your loved one likes to run out of doors and likes to run around and you know that's not safe right now. Mm -hmm. Putting a stop sign on a door can change that. Mm -hmm. uh, but just visual prompts can be super helpful. Um, I had a thought and I lost it, so I'm gonna yeah. Until so I catch it again. It's important yeah. to make your prompts very visible when you're using visual prompts like that because it can fade into the background. I can't tell you how many times my phone can and this is why phone calendars don't work for me phone <laughs> calendar goes off or a timer goes off but i'm so used to it that it just becomes background noise and it's you know? easy to swipe it away yeah it just fades <laughs> into the back and like i've put notes on my fridge you know and different things and like they just i i used to work with the brain injury population and we were all about like putting up those visual cues and visual things but if they're not loud enough 
right, to stand out on their own. They're going to fade into the paint. And um, so I think that's important because it happens, you know, whether you have a disability or not. (laughs) And that reminded me of the thought I had, which was make your whole house a tool. Mm-hmm. Make your location, your environment work for you, mm-hmm. right? Um, Brittany reminded me because we used to work together with that same population. There was a, a client I worked with who could never remember to use her notes. She would write them down and write tons of notes and then would never look at them again. So I went to her house and we hung a string over her notebook with a giant sign that said, pick me up, read mm. me. And it helped her. That's all it took for her to start remembering to read. Mm-hmm. And then she got better with her bills and mm-hmm. reminds me I should check in and see how she's doing. But you know, it's things like that where you just make your environment work for you. Mm-hmm. Right? Again, you can set up your furniture in a way that makes it harder for someone to run out the door just to keep using yeah. that example. Mm-hmm. You know, you can set it up so that snacks are harder to get. You know, child boxer one way to do that, but there are tons of ways to avoid certain potentially challenging behaviors or add structure to your life just by manipulating your home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm imagining the house looking kind of like the Las Vegas Strip. It's like, you want signs everywhere. Exercise. You don't need to do that. Like, it can be simple and make it, man, everybody's different. It's mm-hmm. going to look different for everybody. We're just giving you some some tips and tools. Yeah. I think yeah. the best thing that you can do is just really know what works for you. Are you Absolutely. a physical person? Do you need to have something written down? Do you have to write it down yourself? Do you have to feel it? Or is it something that could be digital, something that you can have in your computer, or something that can be mm-hmm. phone or something? Or, you know, is it... Um, or do you have some? Do you need somebody else to remind it? Is it auditory? Do you need like a loud sign? Yeah. People can be tools too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Have somebody call you and tell you mm-hmm. this, that, or the other thing. Or you can record yourself and somehow mm-hmm. I don't know. Play, have it scheduled to play out loud and remind yeah. things. Ingrid, so. you've been my tool so many times. Just <laughs> <laughs> before the meeting, really helped me out. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but absolutely make your tools work for you because what works for you might not work for the next person. Mm-hmm. You, know, you might like an elaborate, underlined, bolded, neon, highlighted sign, and someone else says that just distracts them from the main purpose they're trying to get. They want something simple. So, mm-hmm. yeah, 100% make it work for you. Be yeah. as great as you want. And, and the same thing goes with the people that you're helping take care of try to think about what are the things that they enjoy doing and how they, the tools could possibly help them them out based on their needs. Yeah. Yes. And how, yeah. how do they process information? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So awareness and acceptance, right? You guys are bringing up a lot of awareness and acceptance things like, okay, I'm aware that this is how I process and this is what I need my tool to do and how it needs to work for me and stuff. But then there's this piece of like accepting the help of mm-hmm. the tools. Like I'm thinking about when I was in second grade and I got my glasses, I was not very <laughs> accepting of my glasses and it had, it took me a while to like, just like accept that, Oh, I do see better when I wear these things. Right. And now I wear them all the time, but it takes a lot of time. And I think, consistency is really big with the tools um, because it's not that instant gratification all the time. Mm -hmm. 
Right. And then on the flip side, though, if you're trying something either for yourself or for someone else and it ain't working, be willing to try something new. Don't just say, okay, tools in this category don't work for me. Visuals don't work for me. Okay. How can we tweak the visual to make it work better for that individual person? Right. And if one tool doesn't work for you, doesn't mean that it doesn't work for another. If one thing doesn't work for another, like you're not, no one is going to do things the exact same way. Right. It's definitely a balance of remaining dedicated to trying something out for a mm-hmm. long enough period to know if it works, yep. but then also be flexible. One of the hardest lessons I learned as a <laughs> budding behaviorist a few years back was accept that you might be wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just because you think you have something down pat and that you know what's going on, that you can handle it, look at what's happening and accept the fact that maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I need to approach it from a different angle. Mm-hmm. That'll get yeah. you wrong. Like, and sometimes, you know, sometimes change, things change. So yeah. perhaps you weren't able to use a calendar before, mm-hmm. <laughs> Alex. <laughs> <laughs> then you decide that, you know, you're really scattered everywhere. And yeah. try the, the tool again, <laughs> Alex calendar. <laughs> and then you turn, it, it turns yeah. out you love it and you enjoy it. And it really brings, um, you know, it's beneficial to your life. Mm-hmm. So just because something didn't work before doesn't mean that it doesn't work later on. Sometimes we don't know how to properly use a tool, so it becomes mm-hmm. frustrating. And at that point, just let it be and move on. Mm-hmm. But don't take it as, yeah. you know, this forever will not work for me. First yeah. off, um, I feel personally victimized. <laughs> uh, second off, you're 100% right about all of that. I've been terrible <laughs> about using calendars. It's only in the past six months. That I've had any success in using a calendar. And but, what's made it yeah. successful for you? We've got a real-life example right. here. <laughs> what made it successful for me, first off, it wasn't necessarily the effects after. It was the effects before using a calendar that I noticed. Hmm. I was having a really hard time keeping my thoughts straight. I was forgetting things. I was handing things in late. I was turning in behavior plans, you know, right at the deadline. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't how I wanted to be. I wanted to change. So yeah. that's another thing. It was precipitated by a fact that I wanted to be different. I wanted to be more focused and organized, which helped it be easier to accept that tool. Mm-hmm. You know, But Ingrid, like you're saying, things change. People, we're not static beings. Mm-hmm. You know, Who I am today is different than who I was yesterday, and it's different than who I'm going to be tomorrow. We change constantly. Mm-hmm. And so going back to old strategies, trying new things, changing things up when it's not working for you, that's just human. Right. That's good work right there. And I don't want to say, Alex, that I feel bad now. Or <laughs> <laughs> like completely disorganized. Because I do remember you used the digital calendar. I used a lot of like random things to keep me organized. You know, I used a digital calendar. I wrote things down in the notes on my iPhone. I would write things down on sheets of paper that I would keep in my binder. You know, mm-hmm. so it, I found things to work for me, but they didn't work as well as I wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's so thank you for that. Elimination, mm-hmm. just as good. Just yeah. trying out things and see if they work. And if they don't, then you just you know move on. And if you have to come back, you come back. Yeah. So we spent most of today talking about just tools. I know mm-hmm. we said we being me. I said that we would talk about tools and strategies. We've really just focused on tools. So strategies might be a whole separate conversation to have because that's a lot more of those thoughts and those self-talk that we can Mm -hmm. bring up. But -hmm. for now, you know, today we talked about a lot of things that you can use starting tomorrow if you wanted. We talked Mm -hmm. about using 
visual schedules just for your day to organize your day and help you and your loved ones to better know what to expect. We talked about using first then boards or um, when then boards Mm -hmm. to help people understand what to do in certain situations or again, to help people to know what to expect, know what needs to be done. You know, we talked about using visual prompts throughout your house. So a visual prompt can be a picture. It can be a note. It can be anything you want it to be as long as it stands out and it reminds you of something. You know, if a picture of a star hanging in your doorway reminds you that you need to turn off the lights before you go home or you Mm -hmm. leave, Mm -hmm. that can be an effective visual prompt. It's about Mm -hmm. what works for you. Mm -hmm. And to make your environment work for you in general, set up your house in a way that just clicks. You know, I I hate to sound flowery, but, you know, feng shui. shui. I think I'm saying right. Right. (laughs) But you keep that in mind of what makes this flow, what makes sense, what makes this organized, right? Structure breeds calm. Um, And I think that touched on most of those strategies or those tools that we talked about. Uh, Ladies, anything I missed? I do want to say something. I love this saying that says, don't leave for tomorrow what you can do today. Yes. No. Don't wait for tomorrow. If you can start right now, start right now. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> There's no time like the present. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I have a strategy about that that I use that I will talk about next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Have a good one. Thank you so much, guys. Catch you later.